Well, yesterday when the entire world collapsed, uh, technically speaking, or social media speaking, uh, and Twitter was out and Facebook was out. Well, I don't know if Twitter was ever out. Uh, I wouldn't know. I'm not a big Twitter guy. But Facebook was out and Instagram was out and uh, WhatsApp was out, which seemed to be the biggest disaster in the Jewish community. Uh, First person I thought of was Hillel Fold, who, of course, is a tech blogger and vlogger, very, very familiar to people in this audience. He is um, uh, somebody who already posted about the uh, tech outage or the social media outage and uh, had a lot to say, both technically from a technical standpoint and from a spiritual standpoint. And uh, for that reason, I've invited him on to discuss what happened yesterday. Hillel Fold, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. It's an honor, as always. I appreciate that. Um, This was a long one, right? I mean, as outages go, because you and all of us have been through this before with WhatsApp, Facebook, etc., this was on the long side timing-wise, right? Yeah, it was very long, and it was quite a severe uh, outage in terms of uh, what caused it, or at least what we know caused it as of now. Can you explain to a layman, can you explain to somebody who, if he had grandchildren, would be bringing them over to set up all of his equipment constantly, could you, could you explain to someone like me what happened yesterday? Sure. Slight disclaimer, though, and I'm not an engineer. That's important to mention because I'm sure that you know an engineer might have a, a deeper technical understanding of what happened. But from my, from my perspective, and again, this is what we know now, um, the rumors of, of, a, of an attack, etc., as far as I'm concerned right now, rumors, uh, what Facebook is saying is that one of their routers that uh, basically communicates between their servers and the World Wide Web, the Internet, uh, went down. And because of their security, uh, many, uh, basically no employees were allowed into that room to reconfigure the router. And so they kind of you know, outsmarted their own security and caused this whole thing to themselves. And that's why it took so long to kind of come back online because they have to get security clearance to get people into that room to fix the mistake of that someone did when they kind of reconfigured the router and they did it wrong. It sounds, you know, to me it sounds unbelievable that a company worth, you know, those hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars uh, has a server that can bring down all of Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp. That's just, to me, that's just unbelievable. Hillel Fold is with us. Are, are you shocked? And I know that's the wrong word, but... But what is your reaction when you now, like the rest of us, again are reminded about how much we are dependent on those two or three social media and communication services? So I'll, I'll answer that question with a, with a short story. I was on my way to Hassan last night, and uh, I get phone calls from my kids saying, hey, Abba, why isn't my internet on my phone working? I said, what are you talking about? You're, you're, you should be working. Your data's fine. And I didn't understand what they were asking me, and I was driving, so I, I had no knowledge of what was going on. But at some point, I, I opened my phone, and I realized, wow, I have no Facebook notifications, no Instagram notifications, no WhatsApp notifications. <laughs> this is strange. And so I opened one by one, and I realized, wow, none of these are communicating with the servers. And I realized that is why my kids thought the data was down, because all they do on their phones is use Instagram and WhatsApp. So when they can't use Instagram and WhatsApp, from their perspective, the Internet is down. Unbelievable. Um, so now, uh, so now your further point about the reliability that we are giving, or I should say the reliance that we are giving to the, to this one social media company, right? Facebook, WhatsApp, Instagram, all the same company, uh, to go about our regular day. Right. So, um, my kind of humble personal opinion, and this is again, with a disclaimer that I know 
you know, many, many top-level executives at Facebook. And this is not, you know, some kind of, like, sinister, malicious, you know, plan or strategy of theirs to kind of take over the world. But the reality is that if you think about the influence that Facebook as a company has on our consciousness, it's a little bit scary because, you know, even if you take one of those three services alone, Facebook, the world has never known ever a platform with this level of influence. We're talking about a billion, you know, two billion users. I mean, that's a number that I cannot fathom. And so forget for one second Instagram and WhatsApp, just Facebook alone. It is just a, the amount of influence that this company has, and particularly Mark Zuckerberg has, because from what I understand, he's maintained, you know, quite a strong kind of control on the company in terms of, you know, stock and percentages of that, that he owns. Uh, so really it is fair to say that Mark Zuckerberg might just be the most powerful man in the world right now in terms of our consciousness, and that is a little bit scary. Wow, unbelievable. Hillel Folds with us. And by the way, just to clarify, that's why Twitter was not down, in fact, yesterday. They're not associated, I would assume, with this whole you know Facebook group, right? That is correct. Uh, you know, Twitter wasn't down. TikTok wasn't down. You know, anything that's not associated with Facebook wasn't down. The number that I saw, which was reported by Bloomberg, which is absolutely outrageous, is that Mark Zuckerberg's personal wealth went down by $7 billion in those five hours that Facebook was down. $7 billion, which is, again, hard to fathom. And someone on Twitter said, you know, you know how you know when you're worth too much? When you can lose $7 billion <laughs> in four hours. You know, you know absolutely what, crazy. You know what number is astounding to me? The number five hours. I couldn't believe it. It's only, it was only five hours? To me, it seemed like a lifetime. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I threw out, the, it might have been a little more, but I'm, you know, just estimating. Um, I think that Facebook stock went down like 6% or something like that. And, um, you know, and that's, again, just Facebook. And we talk about Instagram and WhatsApp. I mean, the whole, it's, you know, specifically in Israel, but, you know, in many, many countries, WhatsApp is the exclusive, you know, messaging platform. And, and I'm telling you, like, parents couldn't communicate with their teachers. I, I, I was on this way to this wedding, and I had to submit a press release to a company that I'm working with. And I literally communicate with, my manager there um, over WhatsApp. And I could not send her the press release because WhatsApp wasn't working. And we were all at the wedding, the whole full family, and usually we would share pictures and just be dead. Nobody could do anything without WhatsApp. It's just, it's scary to think about how much control they have. Unbelievable. Hillel Fold is with us. Finally, Hillel, look, people who follow you know uh, you take your tradition and your heritage very seriously. Uh, the Fold family in general, very spiritual family. Uh, there is a higher message here uh, directed at people who are members of a faith community. And you're speaking, obviously, to uh, people who are part of a faith community. On a spiritual level, in addition to the, oh, we rely so much on it, we spend so much time on it, but on a spiritual level, did this give you pause uh, to think about the way a typical life works in 2021? Yeah, I think it's a, it might be an extension of COVID from that perspective, because if we've learned anything over the past two years, it's that nothing is in our hands. And yesterday, when literally, I'm telling you, I was at this wedding, the whole entire place was talking, nobody, you know, I took a picture with my family. I, it's, I know this sounds, you know, funny to you, but I took a picture and I'm like, okay, now what? Like, what do I do with this picture? Right. <laughs> you know, no one prints pictures. You upload it to Facebook, Instagram. I'm just, just, it's just, you know, it really brings the point home that nothing is in our hands and you cannot trust, you know, anything but Hashem. And at the end of the day, we're talking about a company, like I said before, worth hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars, and they could not prevent 
these massive services from crashing <laughs> and staying down for that many hours. Hillel, someone said to me yesterday it was the most productive day they've had in a long time. <laughs> was your day productive yeah. yesterday, or you're too reliant on these systems for it to be a very productive day without them? I mean, like I said, I was at a chasana, so I wasn't working. But, uh, you know, if, if, if I had been, if it had been, you know, work the work day and right. those things had gone down, it would have, it would have I mean, from my, on my end, it would have, you know, decreased my productivity because I work on these platforms. But, right. you know, the truth is that most, most people who do not depend on these platforms for work, but rather for, for play, uh, they had nothing to do. So they definitely would have increased their kind of productivity. But, and this is important to mention, Twitter was just blowing up because these, you know, nobody had anywhere to go besides Twitter. And right. so there were like hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of like funny memes going around and like, you know, just, it was just, it was quite hilarious to be on Twitter last night, I have to say. Yeah, there are some members of the uh, uh, of the Jewish community who tend to um, uh, post sarcastic tweets who were really uh, uh, doing a good job yesterday, let's put it that way. Also, one of the differences for, for you and for us is that, like you just said, it was toward the end of the workday in Israel, but for us it was literally right in the middle of the workday, and I'm sure that's a big difference depending on what side of the world you were on uh, in terms of dealing with right. the... Uh, uh-huh. Hundred percent. Yeah. I, I, I do want to say one more thing, though, and it's important to mention this. Um, you know, I'm talking about this whole thing as if as if Facebook and, and Mark Zuckerberg is some like you know evil man wants to take over the world. And, and it's important to mention again, like I can you know, for example, just to name one example among many, um, the guy who runs privacy and security at Facebook is an Israeli guy named Guy Rosen, who I know for many many years. The way he started to work at Facebook is because Facebook acquired his company. And I can tell you, this guy reports straight to Mark Zuckerberg. He's extremely senior at Facebook. There aren't many people that I know that are nicer and have, you know, more a pure heart, a more pure heart than, than Guy Rosen. So, I, you know, on the one hand, yes, I, I, it does scare me a little bit how dependent we are. On the other hand, let's just put things in perspective. No one here is trying to, you know, take over the world like many conspiracy theorists are are trying to imply now. By the way, I'm I'm asking this question seriously. He he his profile went up yesterday or down yesterday? Like. He's a hero because of what ended up happening yesterday, or or he took a tremendous hit because of the you know the social media outage in general. He has in Mark Zuckerberg. No, he he, he has in Guy. I don't. Guy is very behind the behind the scenes, under the radar. He doesn't have a public kind of persona, so I don't think it affected him at all. But uh, you know, I definitely i i would not I would not have wanted to be in Mark Zuckerberg's seat last. I can't even imagine. Right. You know, I, listen, nothing. Think about this. You. you are, you literally have control over several billion of people. Billions. I mean, who who has that level of control? And here you have these three services that people depend on, and they just go down. I can't even imagine the the level of pressure at Facebook headquarters yesterday. Yeah, I look. I I know what the feeling is when you know our network goes down for thirty minutes, and the the panic that sets in, and the and the and the the worry and nervousness that uh, you know accompanies all of that. I can only imagine. Multiplying that by God knows how many millions, what he went through yesterday and what the company went through yesterday. Um, and, yeah, 100%. and for us, again, for us lay people who don't really get the whole system, can it now continue as normal? Like once this security problem or the way you described it earlier is fixed, can it just continue normally? So uh, as now, or at least as the la- last time I checked, there are some things um, that are still down. For example... Uh, Facebook has a search engine, just like every platform has a search engine. If you go to that search, it shows you your last, you know, most recent searches. As of the last time I checked, which was about an hour ago, 
my previous searches are gone. It, it, you know, it just completely deleted it. So again, I don't know if that's a permanent thing or if it's just, you know, part of, you know, the platform's coming back to life. Um, but I don't, again, as a, as a non-technical, non-engineer, right. just a person who loves tech, I can't imagine that any damage that was done is irreversible. I right. think, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll fix it. They'll come back and I think uh, I think it's all reversible. Hillel, if I could hold you for another minute, because there's always big audience reaction when you're on, and today's no exception. Uh, one listener says uh, that we should note that Facebook used Twitter to announce the problem, which I guess <laughs> there's an irony there, huh? Yeah, so first of all, you know, you asked me if you could keep it for one more minute. I have to say, I think I say this every time we talk, I grew up listening to your show, so you could keep me for as many minutes as you want, Thanks. first of all. Uh, second of all, yeah, it, it is it is funny, and, you know, a lot of people pointed out when I posted about, you know, how scary this is and how much of a monopoly, and I posted it on Facebook and on Instagram, people are like, do you realize the irony here? And, and it is ironic. Yeah. Um, so, you know, listen, Twitter has become, and this is a whole discussion in and of itself, but Twitter has become kind of the default platform for politicians, for actors, for, you know, athletes to kind of communicate directly with their audience. Obviously, politicians, the first one that comes to mind is obviously the previous uh, president of the United States of America, Donald Trump, who used Twitter to communicate, you know, exclusively. Right. Uh, and that's a whole different discussion, the fact that they banned him, et cetera, but not for now. But, um, you know, Twitter is kind of the platform where people go to announce things. And so, yes, on the one hand, it is ironic that Facebook used Twitter to announce it. On the other hand, it's not. It didn't come to us as a surprise to me at all. What do you? What's your reaction to this comment on our app, listener John says? That's why you guys need to install Viber, Telegram, and Signal as a backup. What would you say to that? So I mean, it's, you know, every time something like this happens, all of the apps that um, are fully encrypted, meaning that nobody can access the messages, uh, their user base increases by tens of millions. I, I I heard a rumor. Obviously, I couldn't verify this that. Uh, Telegram um, got 50 million new users yesterday, wow. which is <laughs> insane. But um, I, and again, I don't I don't know that to be a fact. It's just something that I heard. But uh, you know, listen. At the end of the day, I'm I'm pretty skeptical. You know, listen. WhatsApp is also fully encrypted, and so right. I, I don't. You know, if you're going to think, if you believe Telegram, or if you believe any of these other you know messaging apps that no one's reading your messages, then you should have that same faith in. WhatsApp, that they're not reading your messages. So I, I'm not, I don't have any of those apps. I never downloaded them. And the truth is, you know, without kind of throwing anyone under the bus, a lot of shady things happen on those platforms. So I'm, I'm, I'm good with WhatsApp, and I'm going to not install those things for now. But uh, I, I hear the concern, and I hear the fact that yesterday, literally, I, it's hysterical, I, I got SMSs. Like, I can't even remember the last <laughs> time I got an SMS. Like, you know, so it, it is, there is something to be said that you have kind of the ability to communicate when these services go down, right. but I'm not personally a huge fan of these of these apps. That's what we call texts, folks. Uh, Hillel got texts, as he calls them SMSs, as they do on that side of the world. Uh, and yeah, it was pretty unusual, pretty strange getting those uh, regular iPhone messages, yeah. which we have been few and far between over the last couple of years. Uh, Hillel Fold, I thank you. Thank you for your time, and thanks for your insight, and we will be in touch. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Hello, Fold, everybody. Tech expert, blogger, vlogger, and uh, somebody who has the uh, abilities he just demonstrated to intelligently discuss yesterday's outage on the main social media platforms.